It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, everyone. It's Wade and Ryan here for NFL in London Wild Card Weekend. Uh, Playoffs. Playoffs. It's the playoffs. It's uh, it's so exciting, uh, man. We've got uh, six games on tap for us this weekend. Uh, all over Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They spread it uh, so in us in the UK can't watch all of them. Um, Listen, at the beginning of the season, would you ever thought that there is a a very slim possibility of a Brock Purdy Skyler Thompson Super Bowl? I mean. I- you know, I always <laughs> dreamed of it. Wouldn't that but be I, something? I think it wasn't something I put out louder on a T-shirt, but you know, inside I was like, "Man, pretty. That would be pretty nice." That's um, oh, gonna be so many puns. If they there's the gonna Super be Bowl. so oh, be so pretty. That's such a pretty. Yeah, I mean, you think Wentz is pretty a bad good. one? Wentzing something, pretty. I mean, it's such an opposite end of the scale from Wentzing to pretty. <laughs> to purdying. It's like Munson. You know, <laughs> lose his hand in a. Bowling accident. Anyway, speaking uh, of accidents, um, <laughs> man, uh, Michael Williams uh, out. Oh, that's uh, not good. It's back problems. Man, I, way, way to I use was, him. Way to, way to go, Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley is the worst coach. Maybe of like, in a lot. Like, there's been some great, terrible coaches, but he is up there. His like, his thought process on this drove me nuts because he was the guy who will never play his players preseason. Mm-hmm. Right, he's like, oh, I don't want to risk injury, and then he's got pretty much a preseason game. They were locked into the fifth; they couldn't move. You could have, you have Mike Williams, who's fucking made a glass to begin with. Why they were even playing him in the first place? Oh, and then to make things worse, I had the Broncos at minus three, and and it's just like, why are you playing <laughs> Herbert into yeah. the third? It was, it was. I was just yelling at the TV. I was malpractice of coaching is the only. <laughs> phrase you could give it because he's yeah it's gonna change my whole pick i'm gonna do this week now i was i was definitely all in on the chargers and now like how could you be he's just so dumb yeah (laughs) i watched the uh the hbo uh the hard knocks of the firing uh cliff kingsbury on it um no did they show it they show well they just showed him just sort of quickly saying goodbye uh it's like it was just announced on the news he was fired and there's just a quick clip of him coming and addressing the team and going, oh, yeah, hey, sorry, yeah, good luck with everything. And you guys rock. And, you know, what am I going to do with this house, this massive house I've got? And this girlfriend's probably going to leave me. And it's no, going to happen now. He, no, he the didn't. Tiny, <laughs> the tiny violins out for no, those kids. No, he didn't do that. Um, no, but, he listen, he'll, get, he'll, he'll get a call. He'll go back to college. He'll get a college job. Um College yeah, girls. The whole thing, the whole he thing gets with, older, they stay the same age. And the whole thing with that thing with Kyler Murray is that they had no choice. They had to, like they were financially locked to Kyler Murray for like five, six years. Yeah. Cliff Kings and they got a kind of and they're seeing their investment just go down yeah. like FTX stock, like Tesla stock. That's what Kyler Murray is right now. And I think Baron, like, let's get out there, let's talk to maybe Sean Payton, let's get somebody in who can salvage this guy because. If, if this goes, if they just kept going with Kingsbury and it just kept getting worse with Kyle Murray, oh man, it's going to well, be Sean, rough. So. Sean Payton, they're saying, could go to the Broncos. Speaking of Payton, though, Payton uh, Hillis. I mean, let's uh, talk about this guy. I mean, come on. This guy, he's off the ventilator now. This guy goes in, saves his family from drowning. I know. Hero. And it sort of gets buried uh, in the headlines. Um but um, you know, this is this is a hero, and it's so you know amazing. This guy was a cover of video games, so 
Blessings, hearts, <laughs> that was hugs. the most. I remember when he was the cover of that, yeah. and it was so shocking. It was just yeah. like Peyton Hillis. Yeah, he had that one. He had that one year. That one year, he was incredible. He did. It was like and a great agent, like, obviously. Everything, yeah, right. He just everyone was just like a white running back did well. White running he just back. Just never saw. You never saw it back then. You never it saw was, it back uh, then. It but so- we are going to see it in our first game. Our first game Saturday has a white running back. His name's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, 49ers at home hosting the Seattle Seahawks. So they've had a history of beating up this season. The differential is 48 to 20 in terms of points. 49ers favored by nine and a half. Point total is 42 and a half. Brock Purdy, uh, Debo's back. You got that 49ers D. But you got Gino. Gino and 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 maybe some of the guys. <laughs> uh, this, no. Some of the running game. You know, um, what does Seattle got this against like, the 49ers? I, there's a couple of things I, I find interesting um, about this game is that, uh, number one, the weather. It's going to be really windy. It's going to be cold, crappy. That San Francisco California. Cold, and yeah. it's going to be a lot of wind. So it's going to be really tough. So I think it's going to make it a bit of a, of a sloppier game. Again, oh, I, as much as everyone loves Brock Purdy, okay, like, Playoff football is different. I also worry about Kyle Shanahan, where you have Kyle Shanahan, especially with this nine and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Kyle Shanahan is the kind of coach, if he's like up 20 to 10, he just runs it and then just they just backdoor. They're going to backdoor come in on this <laughs> nine and a half. Sloppy right? backdoors. You're already Sloppy dropping so many. Open, yeah. That backdoor is wide open. Oh, gosh. And just getting invited. He's just to go. slushing at that with all the. Yeah. And it just it just Santana feels like wins. to me it's a bit too high. I I I think again we did see what the Raiders were able to do against that Niners D. They really were able to 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 do it. And the thing about Geno is that Geno is the only quarterback in the NFC to throw thirty touchdowns. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, it's a crazy stat. He was also the leader in uh, completion percentage on the season. I think everyone's kind of expecting Geno to just fall on his face because it's against this defense. But this is, sure. again, these, these are, these are division rivals. This is the playoffs. I can't go nine and a half. I can't. Yeah. So I don't know what the score is. You talk, we'll talk a bit about each game for a bit more, but I'm not ready to say my score yet because I want to hear what you say. Well, I mean, look, you got the history of these two teams and obviously it's the big tandem. And you talked about the coaching of it. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, this is a when you add him to this fold, it just makes the nineties the Niners offense so much. Now you're also looking at a team that got beat, you know, uh, not too long ago. So there are there are weaknesses to them. You can hit about the middle. Um Debo Samuel, I mean, if they add him to the mix, there are some faults I just find with the 49ers that that sometimes they just they just sort of mess it up. They don't they don't have that actual follow through. Um, and it comes down to a lot of mistakes and, and execution. Uh I, I'm going to go for the big upset. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> the only way I can really see, th- I don't listen. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they could keep this close. Like no, they, think- they could run Gainwell up the butt, and you know, 49ers are going to stop that. It. So it's going to be up to Gino to really spread this ball around. His only way is to really hit him up the middle. Maybe, maybe try to poke a little bit of that secondary in the midfield, because um, the front seven is just too dangerous. You know, the secondary is you've got some danger back there. So the only way is to hit him maybe up the midf- midfield, a few scrambles, crosses. Um, I mean, that's the only way I can see them really scoring. And maybe if their defense can rattle 
and get to Purdy uh, and maybe, you know, cause a few fumbles. Other than that, maybe they're special teams, you know, get, get a run back and a touchdown. I can't yeah. see them scoring too much. I, I really see this as a, a demonstrative game. Nine and a half, I can't take. You know, I do I do feel, yeah, they have beat them in the past. This season, the 49ers have beat up uh, on Seattle. So you sort of go, okay, yeah, but this is playoff football. And I think Gino, he's a veteran. He's not going to – he's not just going to – throw this one down he's not going to just give up on this yeah you you want to just like i think everyone's just like so blindly in that brock purdy is like infallible as a quarterback like yeah like this this guy is the very last pick in the draft everyone's on the purdy train right and just like let's just see it in the playoffs first this is a totally different atmosphere he could just go out there choke on his listen he has been great he's like one of the only guys who started out like two touchdowns in each of his five first starts uh, so listen, but to me, I just think Seattle is going to keep it close. I think these two teams know each other, that the weather's going to be a factor. So I'm going to go Niners win 24-17. Okay. I said probably about maybe eight weeks ago that you could put a goat at quarterback of that team and it would probably still get three wins. Yeah. I and- mean... And I, and now you've got the opposite. Like, I mean, he is sort of a, a goat. He really is like a a literal goat um, that's turned into something. And he's not going to be the greatest of all time. But look, he's he's following behind uh, a great, you know, a, a team uh, and a great running schism, uh, running backs, you know, good coaching for a short game. I like the 49ers to win here. But, you know, Seattle is playing. This is, you know, Pete Carroll. This is probably his last year alive. Um, from what I, <laughs> what from what I read in the National like, Enquirer, he'll outlive both of us, probably. Yeah, I'm He's sure. He's healthy, but you know, who knows in terms <laughs> of the Seattle franchise and uh, you know, the steal of the century they made, what they're going to do. Um, it was the best trade that that was. McCaffrey trade was incredible. Like at first, I was like, they need a quarterback, but apparently, that no, they just needed Christian McCaffrey because he has been unstoppable. So, well, I also, I also meant Seattle big... dishing off Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, but... and that trade that's a great. Again, another excellent trade. Another one. So, but I, I've, I've got uh, I've got Seattle to keep it close, but not too close. Uh, I've got a twenty-eight to twenty. Uh, San Francisco gets the win at home, uh, but eight points, not nine and a half. These guys, man, AFC battle here. Uh, it's the surge of Jack, uh, the LA Chargers, and Jacksonville. Jacksonville coming from behind, uh, getting themselves into the playoffs. Two and a half point favorites in this one uh, for the Chargers. 47 points is the over-under. Uh, we talked about Brandon Staley and his amazing coaching <laughs> abilities and his decisions. <laughs> his just his, his crystal ball he uses to come with these great decisions. And it's just like, and then the funny thing is, he was he just keeps doubling down on it, just being like, because Mike Williams just got rolled out for the game. He's not playing. And the fact that he's just talking about, like, it's all about reps. He needed to get reps. And then, mm-hmm. Today in practice, he's like, I'm not worried about reps. And it's just like you just said yeah. it's all about reps. He's just he's he's confused. And I think it's gonna affect them this game. I think if they didn't try and ruin their team by because I think losing Mike Williams is a big loss. Like yeah. you cannot put like that is just such a demoralizing thing because when he's been out of the game, like Herbert has not been as good. Like he only had 25 touchdowns this year. He had the same as Tua. Mm-hmm. We played in like six less games, you know, but Herbert was banged up at the beginning of the year. The first time these guys played each other, Jacksonville won like 38-10. Yeah. But I think that was after 
Herbert James Robinson. Almost. That was a James Robinson show, though, too. Yeah. And then they got rid of him. Now he's just nowhere in uh. Jets land. But anyway, but so that was a different team. I think the Chargers, they had a lot of momentum going in there. That's why they just rested. Like, ugh, it's just, and I think to me, that's why where it changes everything for me. Because I think if you only have Keenan Allen, I think it's that's a problem. Because Keenan Allen, again, is a guy who gets hurt a lot. He He's going to get you, but he doesn't stretch the field like Mike Williams. He doesn't get the the throw-ups, like the deep ball, where he just out-jumps somebody. That's mm-hmm. what Mike Williams does. And that's why he's so important to this team. And I, I think it's just such a, a big loss, especially with the Jacksonville team that's been playing lights-out defense the last little while. So, yeah. So yeah. You, go, you go, and then I'll go, and then we'll – But I, that's look, kind of the way I, I'm, I just – Right now, I'm very leaning towards Jacksonville. Yeah. I – Ooh, you are leaning towards Jacksonville. I am leaning towards Jacksonville. I I, I just look at what Jacksonville last weekend with Tennessee. I I saw them struggling. They've had up and downs, and and they've had some big wins, but they also haven't been that decisive. And unless they can really get Christian Kirk going or Etienne, he's, yeah, he's fine outside, but running up the middle, he's no James Robinson. You know, he's good if you can get him in certain options. So having Joey Bosa, to me, it's like when we talked about, you know, when – I talked a few weeks ago. Who also TJ got walked. nicked up in the game? He did. But they're playing him. Uh, they're playing him. He was nicked <laughs> up. He should be back. What a bonehead move to put him into it. Um, uh, and to have that, I mean, I just think that that sort of element, him back in the lineup, just like TJ Watt, I really think that there's a sort of mo- more of momentum momentum now. Like the Chargers really just sort of were down to the dumps. And it's almost like the, the, the Bengals had. They sort of had this resurgence. Okay, the team part – Part of the team is getting together. Yes, there was a big bonehead move last week. Yes, hopefully that was a learning moment where it's like, God, I hope we didn't hurt everybody. I don't think Jacksonville has enough of it together. I think it's one of those things where, yes, they were able to climb back into it. Yes, there was one scrappy play. Yes, they came out of the garbage heap of the AFC South. But I don't think they actually have enough. Trevor Lawrence could get flustered. I think that defense can get in his face. I think they can make a lot of mistakes. There could be interceptions. Um but I just rely more. I think I, I think the Chargers and uh, I just trust Justin Herbert more uh, well, to, to run I this. Sure. Like, well, obviously, Justin Herbert right now is definitely the better quarterback. But you can't say that Trevor Lawrence hasn't been much better this year. I think. Yeah. Oh, he he's been better. Last game. He's, he's, been, been, he's game, been better, but, but he's been up and down. He's, he's also played in big games. You know, he's played in national championships. So I think in college. Yeah, I think he's. I like just like the home underdogs. The home underdog, you don't get many of them. And I think the Chargers with this Brandon Staley thing, I think that's going to be a distraction. I think the team knows that this – because if you're a Chargers fan, you kind of almost want them to lose this to get rid of Brandon Staley because then you can yeah. get Sean Payton. Imagine Sean Payton comes in. He lives in L.A., takes over with Justin Herbert. Come on. With, You're throwing Sean that, Payton all that. over the place, man. You're spreading him around like that horrible movie I saw on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, he's gone ever. But so I, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I'm going with the oh, Jacksonville wow. win. Win. I think the defense is playing strong. I think we, if Jesse Palmer is no substitute, and I think they're going to have to just rely on just Herbert heroics. And I just think Brandon Staley is worth a couple points. Brand, you know, Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl. He's going to be able to get his team motivated. They're at home. They haven't been in the playoffs in a while. And, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just feeling a little home underdog. It just feels it feels right. I'm going to go 23-20 Jacksonville. I look, 
I think Jacksonville is just in a tough situation here. And, and they, they're going to play probably like the Urban Meyer uh, Jaguars in this one. The Chargers no just one, have too much. And even without it's... Mike Williams, they just have this momentum going. And they've got this defense. I think Bosa is going to be back. Um, you know, it, it, they've got they've just got this sort of gumption, and yeah. uh, and I really like them to win this one. I think they more you know, like gumption. Oh, oh snap! Firing <laughs> out, father of two at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's um, I, I just like the Chargers too much. Uh, 28-24. I got the Chargers to win a sh- bit of a shootout at home. Um, under the under the Sunday lights, which will be early morning for us, but. Uh, uh, Chargers just too much, just too much for the Jags. Heading into Sunday Fun Day, a uh, game Ryan doesn't really care too much about. Does anyone care too much about this one? Uh, probably. 6 p.m. our time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Should be nice, chilly weather in Buffalo. The 13 and 3 Bills uh, coming off a win last week. They're 13 point favorites over the 9 and 8 Nemesis Miami Dolphins. Um, Miami Buffalo played all right last week. They won, got a win. Yeah, played all emotional right. Emotional game, big emotional, emotional game. game. Got it. Miami uh, emotional game. Uh, Skyler Thompson. Um, yeah. Looks like is uh, Skyler Thompson. You know, could be playing this. Yeah, one. it's it's um it it doesn't look right uh, for for the Dolphins. I think like man, even I feel bad for all the injuries they got. You know, they're down to the third quarterback. Rohe Mostert, who played excellent against them last time, has a broken thumb. You know, Teddy Two Gloves, broken pinky. But I think I read today it was something like one of their offensive linemen practiced yesterday. Wow. So it's like half their offensive linemen are hurt. They're down to backups. It's, uh, man. Comeback story. <laughs> yeah. It would just be uh, unbelievable. A thing of a film would be made of this if if Miami were to somehow to pull this off. Starting I Tom Brady. Think, I think Buffalo is going to have the emotion of now. It just feels like they can get back to work. You know, Demar Hamlin's out of the hospital. He's back in Buffalo. He might even come and be on the big screen, do I think a speech to get everyone fired up. It's it's the Bills in the playoffs. It's going to be so hard for Miami. You just kind of feel bad for Mike McDaniel because I think yeah. with Tua. They could definitely have made this a game. Like you saw that game oh, on yeah. Saturday night, you know, 32-29. And, and two at least makes the game fun. But And yeah. I think, you know, they had to kind of make that decision. I think, it's, especially with after what happened to DeMar Hamlin, the NFL, the last thing they need is Tua to die, right? Yeah. Be like Apollo Creed uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on there. Just be like, what are you doing? Don't fight. Don't fight Apollo, but it's um, it's it's just how could you see any any if you if you're a Miami fan you're just like hey I guess we're in the playoffs this yeah this, this is not going to be fun for them I don't think no it's uh yeah I mean look you look at Tua and three we talked about this three concussions that we know of uh, when you talk about him playing lights out football it was probably from all the stars he was seeing because um, he's just like well there there's a guy there's a guy. You, at that young age, just come on. This kid's got to yeah, retire. He's got to retire. Yeah. He's got to. You can't have to take that many knocks. Think about his future. Yeah, you're in your twenties. And, and if you're in Miami too, because they kind of what happened was in the middle of the season where they were on that hot streak. You know, they traded their first pick for Bradley Chubb, who mm-hmm. another player hasn't been practicing, might not play. Gave him sixty million because I think Tua was on that 
tear where they were just lighting it up. And they, I think they thought, you know, we got our quarterback. We're good. Let's go get it. Let's go win the AFC East this year. And now if they go with no Tua, they don't even have a first round pick, you know, because they lost their other one yeah. for the tampering, for tampering with Tom Brady. So it's it's just Miami's just gone. This It couldn't have gone worse the end of this season. Like from eight and three to to, to pretty Not much me. losing five straight, yeah. losing five straight to barely, and now facing an emotional just, Buffalo Bills team at home. Yeah, 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 exactly. So to me, it just feels like they're just walking in to an to absolute, an upset story. You're right; it yeah. is an upset. The an thins. absolute kicking. Yeah. Um, it's 13 points. The spread. Oh yeah, I'm taking it. I'm taking, you're taking it. Too. You're gonna go. Think, you're gonna go with it. You I think, think this is a big. Definitely. I think Miami. First of all, Miami's defense has not been good on the road. They give up close to thirty a game, um, and I just think Buffalo put playoff Josh Allen is another. He takes it up another level, and I expect him to do it the same way they've gotten James Cook. They're actually their running games looking better. So I think they might not be like this. It's not going to be like fifty burger or anything yeah. like that. But I'm going to go thirty-one thirteen for the Bills. Interesting, you choose thirty-one because I also chose thirty-one for for Buffalo, but I got a thirty-one to twenty. I do. I don't like big spreads. I just don't. I haven't liked them this season, and I'm not going to take them again. Um, this one's just too big for me. 13 points. I think Miami can just use the running game. If they can just hit Buffalo with that running game, uh, Wilson, Mostert, boom, boom. Uh, that's the only way to get it forward and maybe cause a fumble or something like that. But you know, that's really the only way. But, you know, Buffalo was looking sluggish uh, the last game, so I'm hoping they can pick it up a bit. Uh, but I still see an emotional victory. But still Miami keeping it closer. The middle game we have on Sunday. Uh, it'll be on around 9.30 here in the UK time, 4.30 in Eastern time. Uh, it's the battle of basically who believes in you, Bull. Uh, New York Giants, yeah, right? 9-7-1 against the nobody cares, Miami, Minnesota Vikings, 13-4. and Minnesota 13-point favorites, 48 points over under. So Vegas is saying this is going to be a shootout. Nobody cares. Um Giants, nobody cares. This is the nobody believes in us bowl. Yeah, definitely. so, uh, and nobody thinks you're going to go further. You know, in Miami, you know, Minnesota, they were disrespected, and they were like, oh, yeah, well, we don't think we should be disrespected by Green Bay. And then Green Bay thumped the yeah. crap out of them. You know, they luckily had to bounce back. I think they played, the, what, the Bears in the, the Bears. Last game. Well, anyone can beat them. Yeah, you know, it's beating exactly. up the Bears. It's like, uh, you know, punching a, a child, a Girl Scout, you know, <laughs> inside the grocery store. Do you feel good about it? Yeah. But I stole some groceries and punched the Bears. It's just going to be, I think this is actually going to be one of the more fun games of the whole week, to be honest yeah. with you. I think, I think Daniel Jones has been really good lately. He's, mm-hmm. he's really underrated, and I think he's kind of saved his job. Oh gosh, he's been incredible the past few weeks. I don't see how they're going to get rid of him. I think what they got to do is get rid of that Kenny Galladay contract and get themselves a real receiver because, you know, the guy destroying James and Isaiah Hodgins, uh, they just have really no Him and Dable got a great connection, a lightning little brother-son. But Dable, you know, he's he's got that from Josh Allen. We're working with Josh Allen, creating that. He's now brought this over and really salvaged the guy that everyone thought was unsalvageable. The camp counselor brings you into his tent. You know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian Dable should be coach of the year. I think he will be. Uh, I think he's done an awesome job with absolutely no one to... He has no one to throw it to. And, And the good thing is that 
they're going up with a Minnesota defense who can't stop the run. So I expect like a huge Saquon Barkley game in the dome. Um, I think the Giants are just going to come blitzing out. They're just going to come at it because I think the Giants, where to me, feel like, what do we have to lose in this game? Mm -hmm. Like, no one ever thought we were going to make the playoffs at the beginning of the season. And we, uh, Minnesota, everyone are like shitting themselves, being like, oh my God, everyone thinks we're frauds. If we lose to the Giants, then that's just going to prove that we are because we won the division and we're barely a three point to a team that really somehow made the playoffs. Like the Giants are just kind of a fun. And then they got yeah. Thibodeau, who's coming in playing like a monster. They blitz like crazy. So Kirk Cousins is going to have to. Defense has really absolute, stepped up, yeah. He's going to be absolute duress. Um, mm. I, I, I like the Giants this game. I'm definitely. I was smelling that because I'm going that way too. I, I, I can smell your direction just, there, but I, I'm feeling yeah. it too. I, I just, you know, you look at it to me. Look, Minnesota lost their right tackle and their center, who was a backup last week. And you saw that basically they couldn't perform after that. Yeah, they're on their third center. Yeah, and that yeah, is and not. You, when you look at that and you've got sort of no offensive line now, well, of course, you're not going to get Dalvin Cook established and you're not going to be able to get the ball off to Jefferson quick enough if New York is in your face all the time. Minnesota's going to have a real protection problem with Kirk Cousins. That's why I think, like, they, they just won't be able to score. So... I really like the Giants here, as you say, running game. Saquon has been been solid in the past few weeks. Get the running game going. I think he could run for over 100 yards. Boom, just keep it running through them. They've got enough of the offensive line, and that defense also as well. They can protect, you know, smother Jefferson. You might have some other issues. You're not going to cover them all the time. Um, Minnesota is going to find ways to scorch them. But I can see the Giants and Daniel Jones, you say, who in the past six weeks has probably his QBR is like one of the top. Um, he's been incredible. Uh, I really like the Giants here. I, I I could see them doing a lot of damage. I, I could see a big score in this one. I like the Giants to win, but it's going to be a close one. I've actually got it 28 to 26 uh, for the Giants win over Minnesota. Cool. You? Oh, too. Uh, my score. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't given my score yet. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go 23-17. 23-17 for Giants. Yeah. For the Giants. Thanks. Actually, no, no, wait, sorry. No, that was my that was my next game. Okay. Um I'm gonna oh. go sorry, that was my I was looking at the wrong one. I think it's gonna be a bit higher score. I'm gonna go 27-24, Giants. Okay. Uh, I think it will be a close game. I think it's gonna be a bit of a shootout. I think Minnesota's defense is just can be exposed and they haven't really been able to stop anyone. And Giants just are the hot team coming in, and Minnesota's the reeling team. So I'm going to go with the hot team. The Giants, that's what they were when they were Elon Manning. They were just that yeah. team that just got hot at the end. Couple like One year they were 9-7, and seven, just got in, and who knows? So yeah. still, I'm excited for this game. If it's steaming hot, follow the flies. So yep. Expression on the farm. <laughs> um, speaking of which, now I know your score for the next game. Uh, and speaking of steaming hot, Baltimore Ravens steaming hot pile. Uh, Huntley's probably injured. Lamar's not playing. Um, they just I these guys just played, and playing. Cincinnati thumped twenty-seven points on them. Although not uh, not demonstrably, uh, Cincinnati's twelve and four. Baltimore ten and seven, scraping through. Cincinnati's the eight and a half point favorites in this one. Forty point five. Uh, these guys know each other, dislike each other. But Cincinnati's got some emotion playing now. Uh, they seem to be playing more on fire. Their defense has really stepped up again. Running game might be a problem because Baltimore is uh, pretty stuffy when it comes to to defense and, and the running game. But uh, when it comes to, to wide receivers, uh, they might be in trouble here. Um, 
I don't see a big score in this one personally. I think these guys no, sort of play no. to the point where it's like a schoolyard scrap. You're like, oh, this is kind of boring. Um, but uh, how do you how do you like this one? I again, I think the line's too high. Like, I think Baltimore's. I think there's a few things. I think Cincinnati losing like the whole right side of their offensive line is a big problem. Especially last year, we saw in the playoffs where even though Burrow made it to the, to the thing, remember that first game? I think it was against yeah. Tennessee. Got sacked like nine times in the game, and somehow they won it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Baltimore is going to have you know Dobbins back. They're going to be able to run it. I think they're they're a good running team, and that's what, when they do it best is that they just. I think last week they just kind of rested some guys to be prepared for this week because Cincinnati needed to win. So I think they're just saving a bit of stuff. I don't think that game last week, and even that game, Cincinnati kind of let them in it, let them stick around, even though yeah. you know, Baltimore just kept turning it over because they had their third string quarterback in. So if Huntley plays, which I think he's going to. Yeah, injured Huntley, maybe. Think, I definitely think they can keep it close. I think I think eight and a half is way too much. I think Burrow is, the broke on Smith's been really good for them. They just gave him his money. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, like this is two teams that hate each other. These two know each other like, they like there's a lot of these games that where the division rivals that play each other. It's just like they know how to keep it close. These yeah. games are always close. When and if Lamar was there, like I would, oh, yeah. I could see Baltimore easily winning this. Oh, definitely, but, definitely, whole different game, whole different game. But the reason I'm I'm gonna go with Cincinnati to win 23-17. I think um, Baltimore can keep it close. I could even see. A little upset here potentially, but I just think Joe Burrow has just got the, he's just going to make too many plays when he needs to. He's got that swag yeah. that Huntley doesn't have, and I can't in good conscience bet against Burrow against Huntley. You got to go with the better quarterback, but I think that defense is going to make it hard on. It's going to be a rough day for him. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that, and and also I could see Harbaugh doing something just a little sneaky, and as you say, maybe get the first lead that uh, Baltimore is like, oh. It's like 10 nothing, And they're like, oh, how'd that happen? And Cincinnati has to come back from it because they're going to stifle the run, make it tough for Joe Mixon. I, I I like Cincinnati, though, to win too much. They've just got this momentum. They've got this fire. I think they've also got this, this sort of injustice, I think they feel, from the slight of how they were handled in the Hamlin issue. And they've got an issue to prove in terms of wanting to win. Um, but I don't see this being a big score, as you say, because these guys know each other and they hate each other. 20 to 16 Cincinnati wins have got final game we've got is a Monday nighter, Sunday nighter, Monday nighter. It's the Dallas Cowboys America's team. They're 12 and five and they're visiting Tom Brady America's hero. He's eight and nine. <laughs> 45 and a playboy half. now. He's oh, he playboy is now. He's dating everyone. This guy, he's eight he and nine. It. First losing season for TB 12. Must be, <laughs> must be the season. diet. And he still wins the division. It's just yeah, like this still guy's wins life. The division. Uh, Dallas is, uh, you know, they've, they've had some losses. They haven't been that convincing as a late loss to Washington, uh, to end the season. Tampa Bay fired up Tom Brady had his best game, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Mike Evans lit it up. Um, Tampa Bay is at home in this one. Uh, how do you like this one, Ryan? How do you like Tom Brady? How do you like, how do you like that? This is, it's one of those games too, right? Because it has all the storylines of like bet against Brady. Cause again, why wouldn't you? They've been awful. This year, the first half, I think they've they've been one the, they've been the worst first half football team. They literally have to every game has to be a miraculous Tom Brady comeback with like three minutes left, where the other team makes nine mistakes, and it's just all 
like the matrix of Tom Brady's life that we live in. And it's yeah. just feel like it's just on. And even it's like even when they, it just felt like they were trying to throw away games, and they just somehow still find a way to win. And on the other hand, you got the Cowboys who just since Dak's come back has just been bad. Like he's yeah, almost led the NFL in interceptions. They can't really move. They're not moving it down the field. They don't really have a number two because they traded it away for some idiotic reason which they could have really used Amari Cooper right now because, you know, Gallup really hasn't been doing it. And Pollard hasn't been as effective. It's the CD show, as basically, yeah. It's pretty much you lock down CD Lamb. And I think the Bucks can do that. I think the yeah. Bucks D is going to be a bit stronger. Um, I just think it's going to be Tom Brady winning it. <laughs> um, I just think it is. I just, because I've been against him too many times. And yeah. it just feels like he just never goes, barely nope. goes out in the Cut first out. round. I just, I just, See Dallas just having one of those games where Dak, you know, throws a couple bad picks. And I think yeah. the fact that they're on the road and I think all the pressures on Dallas, because I don't think anyone expects anything. Out of, people are just like, let's just enjoy Brady for another game and see what happens. Yeah. He's he just he has that mojo. I'm not going to I'm not going to bet against him. I've done it too many times. Um, I'm going with Tampa Bay to win oh, this. Right. Um, I am going to go. Uh, 21-20. I think it's going to be very close. I am with you. And it's only because I think maybe Tom Brady made a deal with the Lizard people uh, yeah. that he That's would win this one. And it's a predestined season. It's like, okay, this season, I want to win it, but I want to come from behind on the crappiest team, like really bad. And then like, I'm going to move somewhere else. And I divorce my wife, but I still win. And because that would make them pretty, pretty amazing if they were to win the Super Bowl. And I like, I'm with you. I think Tampa Bay is just, they've got this now gumption again. I've used it twice, but this momentum going. Uh, and this is something that Dallas is, seems to be falling. It's like two different trajectories, you know. Uh, Dallas Cowboys can't seem to get it together. The running game's not there anymore. The passing game's inconsistent. He's throwing interceptions. Whereas Tampa Bay, their defense seems to be coming back. You know, even if they get Werfs back, which... Tom Brady gets his center. If he starts getting all these guys back, yeah. man, this is this is uh this is a team that they're ready for the playoffs. It's like and the you NFC's know, weak. Who knows? They, you right. never know. And and they've got a few nemesis in there. And you know, Aaron Rodgers is is on a, on a high on ayahuasca somewhere. Just going, I don't yeah, really care. Believe it. I'm going to play in Denver. I don't know. Um, I like uh, Tampa Bay to win. Uh, a bit of more of a shootout than than you. I've got it thirty to twenty eight. Um, I, I still like Tampa Bay to win. You and I uh, both have the same upsets. Uh, both picking the oh. Giants. Both picking uh, Tampa Bay to, to upset this same week. wavelength uh, from the same. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, but everyone hope that hope that's uh, you enjoyed that. And and if you'd like to make your own picks, uh, come along. Join us in DraftKings. We do our own fantasy every Sunday. Free ones uh, Sunday fun day, and we also do some paid ones as well. Check out our website nflnlondon.com, Facebook. Uh, everyone's on that Twitter. Not really, not really on it as much, but we are on it uh, and the in the Insta as well. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, enjoy and good luck on your bets for Wild Card Weekend.